Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Monday, May 20th, 2019. I am your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of Locked on Spartans. Uh, on today's show, a uh, bit of a smorgasbord, as I like to call it, a mishmash episode. A uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Kind of going to be all over the place. Um... I want to start off talking about uh, the plans that I've sort of formulated uh, for listeners to participate further in this show uh, and just how I kind of want to go about doing that and how if you want to be more a part of this show, uh, things you can do to sort of get this process rolling so that, you know, maybe by mid-June here we can have some stuff organized uh, and get it going because uh, like I mentioned last week at the end of the week, you know, I really want to start including more and more people in this show. Uh, you know, not just a couple of people who cover the teams and different things like that. I'd like to include, uh, you know, unique fan voices and different things like that and just make it a more communal experience for everyone involved. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Got a little bit of news, uh, sort of speculation, if you will, in the Hauser Brothers situation. Um, if you remember Sam and Joey Hauser transferring from Marquette, uh, visited Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Virginia. So we'll talk a little bit about that now that their visit uh, is completed uh, at Michigan State. And then I want to uh, talk about Draymond Green as well. Uh, absolutely dominant for the Warriors so far through the Western Conference Finals. Um, I got a piece up at Spartans Wire. It's just like one of those little Twitter um, here's what everyone on Twitter said about Draymond Green, which are kind of lame, admittedly. Um, but I thought, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'll at least write a funny little intro. So go read that, uh, at least for the intro. You can find it uh, on my Twitter account at Will underscore underscore Hunter. One L two underscores at on Spartans on Twitter is another way you can follow the show. Uh, remember, rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. All right, so that's the plan for today's show. Let's uh, get into it with this listener participation stuff. Okay, so as I sort of like laid out there in the beginning, uh, I want to include more and more people in this show. And if that's something... Uh, that you think you might be interested in, uh, it's, it's time to listen up. You gotta, you gotta listen up here. So, here's kind of the the rough plan. I've got some things in the works with some people about uh, different appearances and stuff like that. I've had people send me messages about different topics to talk about and things like that. Um, you know, different people saying they would love to, you know, participate in the show, be on the show, or something like that. So. I'm kind of sitting around thinking like, okay, how am I going to get this done? I want to do this. I want more people uh, on the show. I, I'm luckily, you know, this is sort of, it's not my show, right? Like I work for a company that owns this show. I'm just hosting it. Um, but I pretty much get uh, autonomy over what I do in terms of content, right? I have to say that stuff about Hotels.com and I'm very happy to do it because Hotels.com is a phenomenal website. Um but, you know, I got to do that. But uh, other than things like that, you know, I kind of get free reign. Uh, I get to do a bit of what I want to do. So I really want to this summer months, like I said, 
last week, you know, it's a chance to sort of expand, take different chances, try new things, see if anything sticks. Uh, so we're definitely going to be doing that here in the next couple of months. Um, and I also want to just kind of throw it out there. I feel like uh, in life, too, mu- too many times in life, uh, there's all sorts of talent and interesting voices and opinions and funny people and different things like that out there uh, that don't get an opportunity to you know have any sort of voice beyond their 78 followers on Twitter. And too often we judge people uh, based on Twitter followers and things like that and use that to determine how smart somebody is or how important their voice is or things like that. And it's kind of a bunch of crap. So it's not a huge platform, the Locked On uh, Spartans podcast, but it is a platform and it's a platform uh, in terms of podcasting and audio and things like that. That's bigger than uh, most people who listen to this show have available to them. And so I kind of want to offer that up to people and see if anything interesting happens, if anything funny happens, if anything sticks. Uh, you know, some things we're going to do here, we're going to try, we're going to give it a shot and people uh, are unfortunately going to fall flat on their face. But you know what? At least we know. At least we know that it wasn't going to work. At least we know there wasn't a segment there, some bit of comedy genius that we were missing out on every single week because we're giving people a chance. So that's kind of the working theory behind why I want to do this. So if you think that is something that might be up your alley, here's the plan. I want you to uh, almost you know, kind of pitch me. Uh, and I will say that I'm going to be very uh, accepting on pitches. I'll probably just say, yep, let's do that uh, to most of these things as long as they're logistically probable uh, and won't you know, require me to buy a new piece of equipment or anything like that. Uh, as long as it's pretty straightforward and logistically probable, I'm going to be I'm going to be on board and we're going to give this a shot and we'll get things scheduled. I'm going to be getting a planner here. I'm going to run out to Meyer, grab a planner and start booking, uh, you know, for June and July, the calendar to see if we can fill some spots up to, to get these things filled out. So here's what you do. I, I, I want you to pitch me. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com is the primary way we're going to do this. Um, if you want to, you can DM me on Twitter as well. I'll just, you know, if I'm not following you, that's fine. I've got the the inbox open and I'll take a peek. Uh, when I see those messages up there, I'll look at it and I'll accept it. Uh, so will underscore underscore Hunter 1L2 underscores uh, is how I would do that if you want to DM me as well. But locked on Spartans at gmail.com. Uh, either of those two routes are the two primary routes I'm going to be checking. Uh, you don't need to put anything special in the subject header or anything like that for the email. Just I'll, I'll get what's going on. Uh, but uh, what I want you to do is kind of think of a way uh, that you would use a segment. If you were on the show with me, it was me and you co-hosting a segment or two together. How would you use it? What do you, would you want to do? Is there a game you would want to play? A topic you would want to talk about? Something interesting? Something that's important to you? Something you think you have something good, funny, interesting to, to say, to talk about? Things like that. So uh, I want you to to pitch me. Send me these ideas. Like I said, I'm going to be accepting of all of them as long as they're sort of, they make sense and things like that. Um, I'll probably do a lot of accepting um, based on that kind of conditions like, Oh, okay. You send me an idea and I go, all right, I see it. I get it. What if we do it just this way instead? Let's tweak it just a little, you know, things like that, a little bit of feedback, constructive, not criticism. Cause who am I to really criticize you? But 
just as someone who's done 150 of these freaking shows, uh, might have a better idea of how something might work out a little bit or things like that. So there'll be a little bit of that. Uh, and we'll sort of, you know, we'll have a little back and forth and kind of figure out what we want to do, how we want to go about doing this. And then once it's at a place where we're like, okay, uh, I think this is a, a decent idea, something we can do for a segment or two, uh, and then we'll get it on the books and we'll get this thing recorded. Um, keep in mind, these segments are eight to 10 minutes long. Uh, if you have an outstanding idea, that's absolutely the best thing since sliced bread. The most I could probably have uh, is, you know, 20 minutes or something like that. Uh, keep in mind, we've got, you know, we're just doing three shows a week now. So time is sort of limited. There will be times where news things happen and uh, say we've got something planned for a segment or two segments and you might end up getting bumped until uh, a week later or something like that just based on news and things like that. So keep that stuff in mind. Uh, I would say aim for something that would last about 10 minutes uh, is your sort of best bet. And if it's something that is, you know, it's really good and we're doing it for 10 minutes and it goes longer than it goes longer. That stuff sort of happens all the time. So uh, I think this is a really cool chance if you want to or have ever had interest in doing this just as like a hobby, not even like a career or anything like that, but just want to come on, chop it up, talk about whatever uh, you think it'd be fun. Uh, send something out to me. Uh, locked on Spartans at gmail.com at will underscore underscore hunter one L two underscores on Twitter. Send me a DM with your pitch. Let me know what you guys want to do, the plan, the concept, any sort of information, any detail you can give to me, um, will help me sort of be able to visualize it and understand what, uh, we're going for here. And it could be something as simple as I want to talk about the five, uh, biggest moments in MSU history, uh, in the D'Antonio era, something as simple as that, or it could be, let's talk about the worst uniforms, uh, Michigan State's ever worn. Uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about a serious issue. Let's talk about something funny, silly, uh, unimportant. Let's talk about something not related to Michigan State sports, whatever you want to do. Uh, just pitch it to me and we'll find a way to get it to a point where we can uh, get you guys on here and record and you know you won't have to like buy any equipment or anything like that don't worry about having a microphone if you have one at home for whatever reason uh, that would be awesome and we'll figure out whatever way makes the most sense logistically to get this little segment recorded it's generally pretty easy stuff there's multiple ways we can do it so that's what I am asking for you guys to do if you have any interest in doing that locked on spartans at gmail.com and will underscore underscore hunter again one l two underscores send in those pitches uh and yeah let's get you guys on the show i think it could be a really fun opportunity uh for anyone who would want to do it it'd be it's going to be fun for me i'm really looking forward to doing it i'm looking forward to interacting with you guys and meeting more people and seeing if anything you know fun or interesting happens you know who knows um you know, you come up with a good idea and if you want to keep doing it and we have fun and good chemistry and it's a, a good segment and things like that, I'm more than happy to, you know, include this sort of stuff as the quote unquote real episodes uh, get going. You know, this this show will pick up uh, a lot more during football season, a lot more during basketball season, and I'm always looking to you know, just try new things and do different stuff. And this is the time of the year when college footballs or college sports are at its slowest when you can really, you know, take chances and things like that. So, um, 
yeah, I would bet that something that happens this summer more than one thing that happens this summer in terms of this experimentation and things like that would uh, become a regular occurrence uh, in the show come fall. So that would be really great. And if a bunch of people do it and it's just all kinds of random things and we have different segments and things like that, uh, that's yeah, just that's great too. That's that's awesome. That's less work for me. <laughs> but no, it's it's it sort of becomes uh, like its own show that way. Different segments, different uh, bits, skits, things like that that you kind of look forward to in every single episode, every single week. So that is the plan. That's the that's the vision. That's the goal. So I look forward to hearing from you guys uh, in, in the coming weeks. All right, we're going to take a break right there. When we get back, we're going to talk about an update in the Hauser Brothers uh, situation, the recruitment of... Sam and Joey Hauser from Marquette. You can get locked on Spartans on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Spartans. Alright, welcome back to segment two of today's Locked on Spartans. Reminder, today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Hotels.com, the greatest website in the history of the world. Be there, do that, get rewarded. Hotels.com. All right, so let's talk about the Hauser brothers. Uh, real quick refresher here: Sam and Joey Hauser transferred uh, from Marquette, uh, sort of right at the conclusion of the college basketball season. Sam is a junior; Joey is a redshirt freshman. So uh, Sam will have one year of eligibility left. Joey will have three. Uh, these guys are both uh, sit-out transfers, right? Neither of them uh, are grad transfers. Uh, they will both have to sit out a full year and then will have their eligibility for the 2020-2021 season. Sorry, I had to do a quick little, like, what the hell year is it? Uh, reminder for myself there. Uh, also in uh, Michigan State basketball stuff, congratulations to Xavier Tillman uh, getting married. Uh, you know, just felt like I had to mention that. Uh, but congratulations to him and his new wife. Um, anyway, Sam and Joey Hauser, uh, two sort of wingish, uh, stretch four type guys. Uh, both can score, uh, both can shoot really well from the perimeter. Both uh, have a little bit of playmaking ability. Uh, are solid rebounders. Uh, Sam was second team All Big East last year. Uh, and Joey is first year playing. Uh, he's 6'9", 230, averaged just under 10 points, five rebounds, uh, shooting 43% from three. So uh, all freshman team uh, on the Big East won a, a handful of the league's freshman of the week honor, uh, five times actually, yeah. So this is from a report from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Jeff uh, Petrakis. Has this report? Here's the headline: Hauser brothers have finished their visits, and Wisconsin still appears to be the likely landing spot. This is something we've been talking about specifically with these two guys. They are from Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin was kind of the runner-up uh, for their recruitment in both cases. Uh, Joey, you know that often happens. An older brother goes to a school, and then the younger brother, a couple of years later, will follow uh, that path and play with his older brother. So. Seems to be the case here, but certainly Wisconsin was in on both of these guys. Uh, right now, uh, these two took official visits uh, to Wisconsin, to Virginia, and to Michigan State. And so uh, the main thing at play here is uh, scholarship numbers. Iowa also was in the, the running for these guys at one point, but they did not take a visit there, and so they appear to kind of be out on that. 
But the main issue, again, is scholarship numbers. Uh, in order for them to end up at Michigan State, uh, they would have to accept one scholarship between the two of them. So kind of, you know, it's the same family, so a half scholarship each kind of thing. Um, just because Michigan State only has one open scholarship spot, uh, it doesn't appear anybody will be leaving or transferring. That's the expectation. And at this point of the summer, unless something happens, uh, Michigan State is going into this next season with only one scholarship spot open. And there are other options that we have talked about. Uh, Kerry Blackshear Jr. is the, the big grad transfer that everyone's still sort of waiting on. Uh, there are some other grad transfers. There's still some... Uh, you know, high school seniors right now, uh, Michigan State has offered in Fale Dante, who uh, is a junior right now, good, but could potentially reclassify if he, uh, you know, decides to go that route. So there's different, you know, balls in the air right now as to what Michigan State does with that final scholarship spot. Virginia's in an interesting spot right now, too, because they've got a bunch of guys in the NBA draft and they're sort of not sure who's coming back. Uh, some guys have said, I think Ty Jerome and Kyle Guy and uh, uh, Hunter uh, have all said that they're staying in the NBA draft. Um, and so Virginia should have one open next year, but they don't know if they'll have two. So there's sort of scholarship issues there for both those schools. Wisconsin will have room for both these guys um, next year immediately. So Wisconsin kind of has the, the leg up in terms of scholarship spots. Uh, and then, you know, hear from uh, Jeff uh, Petrakis is reporting, uh, you know, less than 24 hours after the Hauser brothers, they announced they were transferring. Sources told the Journal Sentinel that UW is the favorite and likely landing spot. And those same sources have reiterated throughout the recruiting process that they believe the brothers will choose UW. So um, obviously unnamed sources, that's not a surprise in this situation. Uh, there's not a ton of elaboration beyond that. Um, you know, we know they took their visit to Michigan State, uh, and we do know they're planning to announce their decision soon, likely no later than next week. So uh, just something that we'll be keeping an eye on, but it seems like, you know, kind of throughout the process, my read into this situation has been the same, that Wisconsin was the team that was probably going to land them. Uh, you never know. Like, we don't know the family's financial situation. Maybe uh, it would be absolutely brutal for them to have to go off scholarship for uh, a year. Maybe the, their family, it wouldn't be any sort of sweat at all to pay for a year of college. You just, you have no idea. And maybe it's it's not even something they're talking about. Maybe it's purely a basketball decision. We don't really know how the scholarship situation impacts their feelings towards Michigan State other than uh, logically, you would think it gives them a slight disadvantage to Wisconsin. Uh, and also the fact that they're from Wisconsin, they would fit really well there. They'd fit really well at Michigan State, um, but they would fit really well at Wisconsin uh, and would have the ability to sort of, uh, you know, build something there in their home state, uh, especially with Joey having multiple years of eligibility left. Um, you know, I, I could see how that would be appealing to them, especially with Wisconsin. Uh, being involved in their recruiting out of high school as well. So either way, um, you know, we should be hearing from these guys soon. Uh, and that'll be just sort of, uh, I don't know, another uh, ball to take out of play, another, uh, you know, one step closer towards Michigan State, finding out what they will ultimately do with that last scholarship spot. But it seems less uh, likely, especially after this report, which was published Friday, um, Friday afternoon, so right when the, the Hauser brothers had finished 
up with their visit at Michigan State. Uh, that Wisconsin appears to be the favorite, and that's been the indication kind of throughout the process. And, you know, I think it, it, it makes sense. It's, it stinks because having both those guys uh, on the roster after things kind of turn over, you could have them sort of lead the, the next group. There's going to be young, talented players on this team after, you know, Cassius goes, Ward's gone, after Langford goes. Uh, there's going to be a lot of youth and a lot of talent and a lot of – things needing figured out so it would be nice to have an experienced uh guy uh and, and Sam too you know who's been a second team all big east guy who's played a lot of college basketball to be around the team for a couple of years and sort of step in and take a leadership role as a senior and then as a brother there to sort of uh be a part of that next group that looks to be uh really talented and really you know poised to do great things at Michigan State but it just doesn't seem like the the likely scenario I think it's a great fit at Michigan State and I think they do really well here uh but it just seems like Wisconsin offers them a little bit more of what they want so all right that is going to be it for segment number two. When we get back, I want to talk about Draymond Green. Remember to get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked on Spartans, the new Himalaya podcast app. And an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with our personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Spartans. Alright, welcome back to segment 3 of today's Locked on Spartans. Reminder, this episode is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. So, uh, Draymond Green got after it on Saturday night. Uh, And not just Saturday night. Uh, he was incredible Thursday night as well. Um, is playing some of the best basketball he's played in in a long time, probably since that finals uh, in 2016 where the Warriors actually lost. He was playing incredible. Did get suspended for that game, but like in those you know closeout games when the Warriors had a chance to not blow the three one lead, uh, Draymond Green was absolutely incredible. It was absolutely not his uh, his fault that they lost. Um, but he was just uh, awesome. And, you know, he gets a triple-double, and, like, it's not even, it's crazy. Like, he had a triple-double, and here's, like, this little, uh, let me see, I'm pulling up the stat right here. Uh, He became the fifth player in NBA history to get a triple-double in three straight series in a single postseason, according to Elias Sports. Um, That is an impressive stat. That is a wonderful bit of trivia. That's really crazy and, like, amazing. And it's not even close to, like, the most impressive thing uh, that he did in that game. He is a defensive savant. He uh, the, the the Trailblazers were beating the Warriors by 13 and a half, and I think it, it got to 15 in the third quarter or something like that. And uh, throughout the stretch of the third quarter, when the Warriors went from down 13 to up three, uh, Draymond Green had uh, you know six rebounds, six assists, blocked a couple shots, had a steal, and was plus 16 and only took one shot. He completely dominated that stretch of play, completely flipped the game almost on his own, uh, pushing the ball, playing incredible defense, dictating everything on the court, and only took one shot. Like Nobody dominates an NBA game without doing anything on offense in terms of shooting the basketball at the hoop, (laughs) you know, the name of the game, Uh, like Draymond Green. He's absolutely incredible, and... 
like playoff Draymond is completely a real thing because I don't know how much NBA you guys watch. Um, I know a lot of us out there kind of like to tune in during the playoffs, see what Spartans are doing, uh, and follow our Michigan State guys, right? Like Draymond or uh, you know Draymond Green watching Gary Harris and Bryn Forbes play each other in the first round was really cool. Um, but if you weren't you know really locked into the NBA this year, Draymond spent a long stretch of the NBA season being really bad, and then he was you know slow, out of shape, loafing around a little bit. And then March rolled around, and he's dropped like 20 pounds in the last two months just because he started, I don't know, eating better and working out again or whatever the hell he did. But he's just like a totally different dude, and he is the he's not the best player on the Warriors, clearly. Um, Steph Curry's much better than him. Kevin Durant is much better than him. Klay Thompson is better than him, probably. Um, but he is like... I think it's. I don't even think it's a dispute. I think he's like the most important player to what they do. Um, yeah, the the Warriors uh, are great when Katie's out and Steph plays. They're like twenty nine and one or something like that. And of course, if you swapped out K- uh, Steph and brought in KD, they're still going to be incredible and things like that. But it's just a different element to what they do and it's totally driven by him uh and he's just a a, a crazy person it's like it's everything we saw at Michigan State that we thought would lead him to be you know a really good NBA player at least someone who could be serviceable is like he's just insanely intense and locked in and just like 150 miles per hour all the time every time when games really matter um and like, you know, he was a little overweight and things like that. And he was too short. And now his 110%, 150 miles an hour everywhere is so much more faster and athletic than it was in college. He like got on an NBA training regimen and it was like, holy shit, this really smart, intense, crazy defensive player, crazy rebounder, really aggressive, great ball handler, great passer uh, is one of the most impactful players in the NBA and he can't shoot the ball. Uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, he could shoot it a little bit, I guess. But, like, it's just so much fun to watch him dominate games. Uh, Steve Kerr said it might be the best game he's ever seen Draymond play. Uh, he was the the guy. Everyone was talking about him on Twitter. Like I said, I got a, a post up at Spartans Wire in USA Today. You know, Twitter reacts to Draymond Green's big night. Here's just how good it was. He was Draymond Green was so good that he made Magic Johnson use an emoji on Twitter. Uh, Magic Johnson, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but he is not an emotion type guy. He is logical, straightforward. Here's some facts. That's Twitter for Magic Johnson. Draymond Green was so good, he made Magic Johnson use an emoji on Twitter, which is more impressive than the the stats, the triple-double stats. Um, Yeah, that was just an absolute show, uh, and it was super great to watch and I know you guys like me if you were watching the game you're just fired up uh and just like hell yeah like that's our guy like he's totally representing for Michigan State uh and he deserves all the money that he's about to get this offseason and I assume it's probably going to be in Golden State but if he ended up in Detroit somehow uh despite the fact that they don't have any money uh you know can't afford to sign him that would just be uh fantastic anyway (laughs) all right that is the end of today's show thanks so much for listening thanks to hotels.com for sponsoring today's show uh send in those pitches please uh locked on spartans at gmail 
com uh, at will underscore underscore hunter on twitter 1l2 underscores rate review subscribe to the podcast uh, like our facebook page follow the show on twitter at on spartans all that stuff is genuinely appreciated uh we'll be back wednesday uh on wednesday show i'm hoping to get back to our uh positional previews uh steven brooks from 24 7 i think is going to be on with us I, i'm currently coordinating with him uh, we're going to do offensive line uh, talk, me and him. Uh, so I'd like to do that Wednesday. That's currently the plan for now. And then tomorrow, uh, I've got a piece going up about Nick Ward. I uh, finally am getting to this because things just kind of went crazy midweek last week. But Nick Ward, his potential uh, professional future, things like that. What he, what uh, the outlook is on him, what people are saying, things he needs to work on, things like that. So that's going to be going up on Spartans Wire. Uh, and so I'd like to do sort of... Uh, a, I don't know, a podcast breakdown version of that, just one segment, kind of summarizing it and trying to get you guys to go click on that for me as well. So that'll be coming on Wednesday's show. Thanks so much for listening to Locked on Spartans. We will talk to you on Wednesday. Send in those pitches. Until then, go green. <laughs>